All right, everyone, the J-Rock Onsen is open again for business. Uh, today we're going to hit a few topics. Some of the big stories from the month of, what was it? March? We're doing yeah. March? Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for the assistance. So let's just kick this off, uh, get right into it. We're starting with the Gazette, who released a video for their song, Falling. It's going to be off their new album. Uh, what was that one called? The Nine. Nine? Ninth? It's just called yeah. Ninth? Wow. Yeah. That's why I didn't write it down. That's a terrible name. Uh, so terrible. <laughs> so yeah. this 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 video was such a big deal, it crashed their site. I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy. I did go to their site to watch it. And uh, this new album is going to be a continuation of Dogma. It's supposed to drop on June 13th. Um, it's going to have 12 songs. I mean, from, from that song itself, Falling was the title. The visuals, in my opinion, I kind of got a bit of a inside beast feel but uh i think it was nexus mentioned something about derangement yeah but but yeah. it's like it's a metamorphosis of dogma and some of their other recent styles so it's not like dogma 2 so it's more like a continuation i would think yeah can i say continuation <laughs> like yeah uh, well <laughs> a combination of the the recent style so it's just not just Dogma, but it's continuing on yeah, that. Yeah, I get what you're saying, because I, I really like Dogma, and I didn't like the stuff that came after it, and this is more like the stuff that came after meeting Dogma and still not meeting my standards. Mm, that's okay. fine, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you're like, that's your opinion, man. That's just yeah. like my opinion, man, exactly, that's and that's fine. fine. I mean, you can't have an opinion. <laughs> Um, Dogma, I reviewed back when it actually first released. I you'll think it was the first review on the website, actually. And I, I think I said, like, I didn't really like it. But definitely a a concurrent theme without the songs. It had a yeah. single unification of that album was really mm. perfect. Yeah. Um, and even, even with the following singles that just fit in perfectly into the concept, like Ugly yeah. and Undying, they're just yeah. naturally a part of the whole thing. I mean, even the music videos were part of that mm. concept. That really leads well for that whole period. So even their, you know, their artist photos and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I, I can't say I really personally enjoyed it, but I can understand why other people would enjoy it. And it is a kind of, especially if you looked at their previous album, um, in was it? With the album that was Inside Beast. Um, Toxic or Division? Malformed, but no, 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 no. Beautiful Deformity. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that was like I would say that was much different compared to what Dogma was. So, well, yeah, especially with the song Inside Beast, I feel like that was really different from like anything they've done recently. Mm. To me personally, I'd like to say it's a thing. Dogma is the utter musical masterpiece, and nothing will ever be better than Dogma and the following two Except singles. Literally every Dear Andre release. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's like European man. <laughs> Even Kai. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh, I, think, I think the concept of dogma was nice, but like, yeah. Um, uh, to clarify, I'm. I mean, from Gazette, not like overall. Mm, okay. Yeah, I know, but like, I, I think the concept was nice, but it is like do, the album Dogma was just, to in my opinion, was okay. But I liked the releases that came after. Uh, they were a bit more heavy and... Oh yeah, Undying is just fucking great, man. Just really? One of the best songs ever. Undying is like... I don't know, when I heard it live, I cried. I don't I mean, I, I feel like Dogma as a whole 
and even some of the tracks in there were heavier than the stuff that came after it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What really? I think yeah. it was like the opposite. Oh, wait, are we are we talking about the same two singles or are we talking about Trashies? Yeah, was, there were two singles that came after. So, Undying and Ugly are the singles following Dogma that still count into the Project Dark Age. And then there's the compilation album of the ballads. No, no. Uh, Traces 2. It was really bad mixed, that one. I, I, I would say... Sorry, I, I would not, it. not great. Yeah, I did not enjoy it. even say that it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not that, just... I don't know, the sound mixing is like kind of meh. It's not very good. Yeah, because I, I bought the album, so I ripped it um, so I could have it on my uh, phone. And I thought I did something wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> because yeah. The, yeah, because the audio quality was so bad. That's really like, interesting. I was yeah, unaware of that. I yeah. totally skipped over that one because I'm not um, a ballad guy. Sometimes iTunes is not the, the best way to go about it because obviously, I mean, I've downloaded some stuff from iTunes and it's not been the best quality at all. So... No, about the physical album. Oh, about the physical album. Oh, that's a different story then. Damn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn. There's Falling no is great. Watch it. It's great. Yeah, yeah it's, great. It's, it's, it's worth a watch, definitely. Yeah. I, I say it's worth a watch. Uh, I wasn't crazy about, like, the song itself, but I yeah. did appreciate I what they the did song. with it. Yeah, I haven't really, like, continued listening to the song, to be honest. It well, was good, but it's not what... It wasn't that good. I just... I don't know. I listen to it like all the time, like forty times in a row. Sometimes, um, Jesus. Yeah. I just want to touch, some, weird, touch something. Yeah. Like, so Dogma was like, I think Dogma was the point where Gazette took much longer to produce compared to their other albums. Because I remember there was a time where they released Dim, Toxic, and uh, Beautiful Deformity, or what's that? You, you, oh, you forgot about Division, dude. and they released they released them in like within a year's time frame. And Dogma took a long, long, like, year and a few months. And this one is, like, the same same length of time. Um, but I think it's good that they are spending time on on an album every yeah. and not, not releasing something every so often because I prefer that I would um, quality over quantity. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's like Assassin's Creed every year or Assassin's oh, Creed shit. every two years. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Gazette, they're, you know, a bigger band out there, get featured in a lot of magazines. And with magazines, uh, NBT, you want to take this away? Yeah. On April 1st, J-Rock News, they released uh, our first uh, magazine. So our first volume uh, features an artist that we debuted called Unadon, which is Unagi Donbury. <laughs> uh, Creative name. Yes. Uh, okay, so if you guys haven't got it yet, it was an April Fool's joke. And uh, we did see a lot of comments that were genuinely uh, people that liked the idea, actually. And the guy we featured on the cover, he will be featured in a makeup tutorial. So... V-Star Promotion will show how they did a makeup on him uh, on a later date. So look out for that. Like I, I didn't know that was actually happening. I didn't know there was any actual truth behind any of the magazine posts. Do <laughs> 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 you mean that the uh, five best J-Rock songs to have sex to doesn't sound real to you? That was on there? I didn't... I didn't. <laughs> 
I think I contributed to saying something about that. Yeah, I didn't I think, even realize well, you that made did, it to the yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously okay. everyone knows it's Saku. I mean, if you're not banging to Saku, you're not banging. No, it's it's Paradox 5 by Desperos Ray, for real. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to try it out. <laughs> Please tell us your results. <laughs> I'll, I'll let I'll let everyone know. Make, make it a review article. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll post it in our next magazine. Yeah, there we go. There we go in the next magazine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I let's let's go on to uh, some odd, I guess, not really, but really kind of meji brain news with uh, what is that? Just his name, Koi, or is Koi. it longer? Koikoi and Suzuku? Yeah. Yeah. 8PSB, going to be launching on June 18th. Yeah. Uh, Nobody has any idea what it is, but there's a trailer. And uh, honestly, the look of that trailer, like just looking at the screen cap we have on on our page, really reminded me of uh, Moonchild. I don't know how many of you have seen that film. Yeah, Gak and the highs. Yeah, like it's it's the f- final scene in that movie. There, you cannot dispute that. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's possibly gonna be really heckin' awesome. <laughs> um, That's great info. Briefly, yeah. briefly touch on the fact that I'm still low-key amazed by Koichi finally resurfaced on Instagram after the essential breakup of Meiji Bray because we all know they are not getting back together. After he resurfaced on Instagram, there was this picture of him with a message on his back, which I thought was just like written there in some kind of something. And it seems that it, like, it actually might be like permanently tattooed on. I don't think it's a tattoo. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. That's fucking, I mean, <laughs> sorry, just to have hello, nice to meet you again on your back. At the end, <laughs> a bit, I don't know, to me. I mean, every time you do an anal, it'd be something to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it would be an interesting conversation starter for sure, in summer especially. Oh, I think we should, we should probably mention that he cut off his hair as well. And yeah. that kind of, I don't know, when you cut off somebody's hair, you kind of indicates a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember when they did that to Jackie Chan in Shanghai Noon. It was a big deal. And the very first picture was obvious. I think everybody picked out that it was Suzuki's hand, yeah, uh, holding his hair. And then obviously, then the teaser came out. Um, and I guess the teaser, the teaser, I think is really well made. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I, it doesn't give any indication of what kind of music they'll they will make. And I can only assume that it's going to be like some really soft rock from this trailer, you know what Probably. I mean? Really chill, rather than something that's heavy, but yeah. we'll see when it comes. They, they were no. wearing some kind of casual clothing as well. They are wearing really adorable matching track suits. Coaches is pink. <laughs> Super cute. Adorable. I think, I think yeah. it's, it's safe to say that they are one of the power couples of VK. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, shit, now you're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have a list. I, I don't want to know your list. I gotta I say, man, that's kind of kinky. There's Just money. to clarify, uh, Major Bray hasn't disbanded yet, right? Well, they haven't, but they they're they're gone, dude. They're not coming back. So they went on hiatus, indefinite hiatus, I believe. And then and what 
was Koichi and Suzuki left their label or management company, and the that label. I think I think that indicates that they're done. practically done. But I don't. I'm not quite sure what the details are, so I don't wouldn't want to. Uh, there's been like it's mostly hearsay and rumors, but I, uh, I heard that like the company tra- uh, treated them really badly. And I think Tsuko uh, and Koichi and Meto and Mia, as like two pairs, were on completely different contracts. And it was like super unfair, and they got so sick of it that they just like fucking left. Mm. So they're like okay, gone from yeah. the label, and Meto and Mia are still under the same label. So, like, I, I really don't think Majibra is getting back together. Yeah, but it's I just, just like, wanted to clarify so, not make it sound like it's a fact that they. Disbanded. Uh, they're not disbanded, but uh, we can safely assume that they are probably not coming back anytime soon. Or if they are, then not under the same lineup and or not under the same company. You kind of see this uh, with Alice 9, uh, but not in mm-hmm. the same dramatic way. But they had to leave their old name, Alice 9, and change it to A9 because um, yeah. that was a part of, uh, what's it called, PSC? PSC, yeah. Yeah, PSC. yeah the label. Uh, which guess oh, is in as well. Mind Similar you. with with Initial, who were originally Lycan under a different label, and then they, they were. quote unquote disbanded and regrouped with a different name and play something under Shimizu Records, and um, then yeah, then they disbanded and then reformed into. But they have their music in Initial L is completely different to what. Yeah. Mm. So, but I wonder if they were forced to kind of announce a disbandment before they can start with a new band or something like that. I feel like there is a period of time before they can announce something else again. But I feel that way. But with a lot of bands that have left record labels and then reformed or have new members joined and done whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it's even written in some contracts that you cannot uh, participate in another something for like a set period. Maybe it was that, I don't know. Maybe they were just waiting for the dust to settle because they were gone for like a year and we literally all thought that they were just like done and gone. And then they're like, psych, nope, we're back. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, so... I mean, it's all speculation at this point, but um, let's uh, let's go on ahead and hit up Dot Aroma with the Kinky, which I tried to lead into earlier, but totally fell flat. <laughs> the mini album is um, "This Is Live." The Kinky is the third track on the on the mini album, and basically they released a preview of the mini album and a music video preview on the same day. And what you expect now from Dot Aroma, because they've had songs called "Sex." Uh, songs called Pornograph um, Masturbation yeah please oh, yeah. pay me for my masturbation um, and it has that same kind of party rock vibe as masturbation it also has the the sexual connotations as well so in this one it's much more I guess when Saishu Densha came out oh, um, there was there was this whole thing about it couldn't be up on YouTube because YouTube blocked it or took it mm. off of the sexual content and then they blurred it out um this this is like taking it to the next level i would say because now takashi is um the person being used for the, the kinky <laughs> i don't know because um he's like very 
but he looks very feminine and he's tied up and he's got the kinky on his mouth. What you think Where so? He looks feminine. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, not compared to his other, um his previous looks, but there's definitely um, like an idea with with him in the in the usage of the song, hmm. um, and so it has basically Yoshiyatsu shoving fingers down um, women's throats, women's mouths. Um, well, saliva dribbles down, dribbles out. Um, it's a little bit like and, rice on death, right? And he's he's got um, basically leading them by chains. Yeah, but but the song though, it, it wasn't that great in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> Damn. <I really> don't <laughs> like, it's it's just I don't know. It's it's like I don't know how to describe it, but it's so aggressive and like kind of an assault of noise on your ears in not a good right. way. But that's what you get. I think it's come to a point where you kind of know what Dad and Roma are about now. You're either going to get a party song, I know. a party song or a rock song or anything like that. And that's that's basically what the kinky is. And I really like some of Dad Roma's music. Like some of the songs I really, really like. That's mm. why I'm so disappointed in this one because I really wanted to like it and I don't. Mm. And I, I mean, guess, the first album, Dadaism, uh, number one, for example, that one. Yeah, hmm. that was quite different even, from the stuff. Even the like relatively recent Ikusuri and Waru Ikusuri, those are pretty hecking good. This one, not so much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, personally, I fell out of love with them with uh, Stanzik. I, I own Stanzik. I own everything hard copy up to Stanzik. And then yeah. I forget what came out after that, but I was, I was totally uninterested in it. So ever since then, I just really don't pay too much attention to them. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean... This this I I can't I I can't say I've listened to this mini album myself. Yeah, I'm still getting my my copy still in the mail. Um, I'm probably gonna listen to listen to the mini album and gonna judge then. Don't want to judge it like by the by judge the first them harshly. <laughs> For our last story, then I mean it's less of a story and more of a guess what? Miyavi's doing shit again, like always. <laughs> uh, there's 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 quite a bit of announcements for him. Of course, we cover them all the time and you guys tend to eat it up. It was announced that he's going to be in Bleach. I forget what character he's going to play. Does anyone remember? Yep, that one. And uh, he announced some more dates for his world tour and uh, he's doing a lot of stuff with 88 Rising. We had that video in the past where he did like a Post Malone cover. Then there is other stuff he did. There was like a preview for this weird love song thing he was doing where he's basically jamming out on the guitar like the good old guitar samurai we all know and love while these 88 rising uh artists talking about different events in their life that dealt with love so i mean uh, as always he's doing interesting stuff i mean you're never going to be bored if you're following miyavi they also released uh, a a music video uh long nights world mix uh, with sonita what I want to say about that is um, I, the other day I actually um, listened to his, uh, what is it? Samurai, Samurai Session. Yes, Samurai Sessions Volume 2. And I mean, if you compare that to Samurai Sessions Volume 1, it is completely different. Like You can see that he's gone for a more vibe that he's doing now with the pop music and dance pop music. The artists he's got this time around are like, I think really suit his sound at the moment, so he's got Verbal from M-Flow. Um, he's got um, Daichi Mura 
And he's got Ken Ken from Rise, which is a fucking great song. I have yeah, to say. yeah. Ken uh, Ken is super great as a. It, that's the basis you're talking about, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Ken Ken's yeah. a bass from Rise. Um, and there's uh, there's other songs as well. I mean, most most importantly, he's got Hyde on it as well. So <laughs> <laughs> most importantly, I mean, I mean, that's he's got big names on there. But when it comes to like, I guess when it comes to VK Visual K, is yeah. or like J Rock, you you go Hyde and Miami, you know, meant to be. Um, but yeah, that mini album is brilliant. Um, and Sonita's also on that as I think the final song. And I don't know what the differences are between those songs, but that song was really nice when I first listened to it. It was a nice ending song. So, yeah. I remember when he released a song called Pop Is Dead. What the fuck happened? But, uh, <laughs> moving on <laughs> some other stuff. Uh, I mean, this is just a segment where we just uh, give some little random stories, you know, maybe things you haven't heard about or just something we want to give you a heads up on. Uh, I'll start it off with a reminder that Devaloof and Deron Gray are competing for your money. They're releasing their new singles on the same day, March 20th. No, sorry, April 25th. So Deron Gray, they've announced uh, a lot more stuff dealing with their new single. And they also have a new look. Uh, Kia looks different. I mean, some people are really interested in how different he looks. But yeah, how look out for that stuff. Check that out. How do you feel about the look, Mazo? Um, you know, I, I, it's, there's something about it that I was, I was telling a close friend of mine, there's, there's something about that look that says, I'm not leaving Japan anytime soon. That's yeah. what I got from it. <laughs> I, I don't know why I look at it and I'm like, yeah, they're not coming this year. It's this, because it's not like, he doesn't have the metal look, the typical metal Western look anymore. I don't know. I mean, when, when, when I first saw him back in 2008, it was, uh, he was doing the Slav look with the Adidas tracksuit. Oh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the looks are always different. I mean, wow, yeah. look at uh, the last time I saw them, he was doing the black veil with the skull paint. So, I mean, it, it, it usually doesn't really tell you too much how he looks. I mean, I think Toshi even looked like a straight-up cholo back in 2008 because yeah, <laughs> he had like yeah. the button up with just the top button and everything but it usually doesn't tell you anything but there's just something about this look in particular that I'm like mm, they're not coming around yeah I think it's also interesting because the other guys are in dinner jackets and he's just in normal clothes but he looks like a he just looks like odd he just looks out of place and I think that's um, a really nice contrast to have for a, a single Named what? Wearing humans. What's, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. I just, I got just two quick mentions. Um, the Gallo. Last time they finally released uh, their single Kerberos. Uh, the music video is now on YouTube um, and worth a watch because it's pretty freakishly bloody and music is really hacking great. Um, and the other news I wanted to talk about is um, something that I wasn't expecting to happen before I die. And technically it's mentioning another magazine, but Mana is going to be featured in an interview in Rock and Read after like, I don't know how many years for the first time in his life. And I found, found this news so bizarre. Because he's like he's kind of withdrawn from the music scene, and being once again featured in a music magazine is pretty stellar. I wouldn't say withdrawn, but I would say he's not really if he's not featured heavily as much as yeah, yeah. Uh, BK, BK bands nowadays. 
Yeah, he's he's low key half retired. <laughs> he's too busy playing Monster Hunter or something. Well, I mean, I mean, probably. <laughs> and he's uh, he's been he's been focusing more on his fashion brand recently and not the music. So I'm really curious to see what the interview will be about. I'm definitely buying that. All right, good stuff. Uh, Sis, you got anything for us? Yes, I do. Alice Nine, A Nine, whatever you want to call them. Um, they'll be releasing a new album on April 25th, also competing with Darren Gray and Devolve, called Planet Nine. Um, so they released um, a music video titled Unreal, and I have to say it's so it's mysteriously cool. It's the sound is really like it's produced by um, Ken of Lark and Seal, which was oh. also the same for um, Fix You with their previous single. And compared to what we saw before with the last album, I think I can't remember the song for it, but um, the whole the whole CGI thing was just so off. But this is so smooth; it's clear. Um, the band is like soaked in bisexual lighting, uh, pink, purple, and blue lighting, neon lighting. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they don't do they don't do much, but man, they. It, the song is so cool and it's it has that festival vibe to it that I um, I really like when it comes to mainly when it comes to music. I mean I like jazz music but this is this is another thing. So yeah, look forward to that. And then recently Feist Design released their second album. I only just got my copy today, literally on uh, March 22nd. Compared to their first album, I would say there's a definitely a lot more unity and a lot more... In- I would say I'm I'm interested in this. Their last mini album, which was their first one, Disney Earth, was brilliant. Absolutely astounding. They've put my expectations way up on the chart. So to hear this, um, I'm interested in where they'll go next. I will tell you my verdict probably next week whenever we next have the podcast but um, apart from that that's it thank you alright NBT anything from you? Uh, I want to quickly mention uh, about a new challengers has appeared for oh, April shit. 25th yeah but uh, the reason why you see all these artists releasing on the same day is uh, uh, it was because of a logistic reason because okay. on, on Wednesdays you would be sure that your release would get to the store and stuff like that. Because uh, Saturday and Sundays, those aren't uh, working days. And people might be sloppy when they get back to work on Monday to make sure that your release is going to get like in the store and that everything is going to go well. You usually put it on a Wednesday. So that's why you have all these people releasing their music on April 25th, which is on a Wednesday. That's yeah, it's, if, if you... Um look into some store listings like the uh, actual japanese page stores it's usually always a wednesday like if you if if you sort the releases by date they just go by wednesdays like always wednesday every week but it doesn't really make sense now because now you have everything digitally uh so yeah Uh, but traditions kind of stick I mean, exactly. With video games coming out on Tuesdays, they're starting yeah. to do Fridays with a lot of stuff and some on Mondays. But that's all beside the point. What uh, what were you going at? So uh, my news that I have to serve uh, is Gakt. No, so I he did a, yeah, he, he did a commercial. 
where he eats like the tastiest bananas in Japan and stuff like that. So w- w- when he takes a bite of the banana, he goes like totally like ooh. Like shit, it was. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to describe. But you have to like watch the the, the commercial. He just really uh, those fucking bananas. Yeah, so, he goes bananas over the bananas. Exactly. So that was the joke uh, in the article. I didn't write it, but I edited. Oh, it. oh okay. <laughs> He's like. Oh, that's, that's yeah. pretty crazy because uh, I think like shortly after that article came out, I was at work and I was kind of bored on Reddit on uh, Today I Learned, if anyone's ever been on that. And yeah. somebody was talking about all these different uh, breeds of bananas. And I was like, I think somebody got this idea from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the almighty gags. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's uh, go on ahead and move on to uh, our social media of the week. Um, not week. I'm sorry. We do this monthly. <laughs> so uh, this month we asked people if anime got them into J-Rock. And a lot of people said yes. And to my surprise, a lot of people said no. I was expecting it to be like overwhelming yes. But it was actually more no than yes. But um, someone... 60%, 60%, 60% no. There we go. I'm slightly suspicious that most... No, not like most, but some of the no's are yeses but they don't want to admit it like no totally no what they're talking about you don't know me but uh yeah yeah you mean like like people don't want to admit it because yeah 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 yeah, okay i mean i could see that and i can also see like that it was kind of like an introduction, but you wouldn't say that it's what really got you into J-Rock. It was, you know, you liked this opening, but then you found this band, and that's what really got you into it. Uh, That's fair. I I think that's cheating still, but, you know, know, I'm not going to bash the readers. Like, because when when I grew up, I, I I was like literally like, I don't know, three or four or something like that. That's when I started watching anime. And it's not like I got into... Uh, J-Rock because I watched this show when I was like three or four. It was more when I got into like Gazette. That's when I started. Okay, but what got you into the Gazette? Uh, It was YouTube. So So it was just a recommended video or something? Yeah, I I forgot what it was, but something like that. See, you gotta remember these things, man. They're important. Because it could have been that you were like, oh, that anime when I was like two, I missed the song. And then you go back to look at the song and it's like, you might like the Gazette too. And it's like, (laughs) The Gazette got me into into J Rock, but it's like, nah, dude, the anime from when you were like three got you into J Rock. Okay, you're going deep down now. Yeah, yeah, we're going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I, I picked out a comment on there that I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, not like it was like oh, so thought provoking, but uh, Leona Kotova. Sorry if I butchered your name, but uh, they mentioned that. They got into J-Rock through Noragami, which was pretty recent. And uh, it was the second opening, which was done by... The Oral Cigarettes. Uh, the Oral Cigarettes. There we go. And I really liked that so, one. Um, that, was, that was a great it, song. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that song so yeah, much. Yeah, I, I, I forget the first... Hey Kids, but... Um, yeah, yeah, go around Hey Kids. There we go. And the reason I picked that one is because before I even became a writer for J-Rock News... One of the things that kind of sparked me to hit up NBT and be like, take me, take me, was uh, Sis actually did a review of uh, Oral Cigarettes' album. 
That's actually MBT. Damn, it was. <laughs> I, I said something to MBT one time, and he was like, "No, nah, that was sis." Nah, that was MBT. Well, there we go. I I read You're bullshitting it. man. I read MBT's review, and I was like, I need to I need to get on this fucking train with these guys because after I read his review, I went and I got that album, and I was like, yeah, just like he said, it's fucking great. Yeah, so it that's is. that's that's why I picked Leona, and on uh, honestly, uh, Noragami, even the first opening with uh, "Hello Sleepwalkers" was. Right. That was good. Yeah, but uh, Nexus, I'm throwing it to you. Yeah, um, the, <laughs> the comment I picked is uh, the one Miyuki posted because I wanted to shout on Miyuki. Hi, Miyuki, if you're listening. However, um, um, what the comment uh, highlights is the anime Death Note, which is, in my opinion, kind of interesting because I hon- honestly think. Death Note and the first opening, I think it's called The World by yes. Nightmare, is is what got a lot of people initially into J-Rock in like what 2005, I think it came out. Yeah. Um, the, the the Nightmare and Death Note actually is kind of uh, repeated throughout all of the comments. But what I'm pretty surprised about that I didn't see more Kuroshitsuji. Because on the other social post that we got, that got I think last month about like how you got into J-Rock, more people, uh, like uh, quite a lot of people were mentioning Kurosh Tsuji and discovering the Gazette uh, through the second season because they did the opening shiver, which is like kind of the same way with the Death Note, but there's no Kurosh Tsuji in here. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's your lead in, sis. <laughs> um, Kuraiko12, um, sorry if I butchered your name. This person's met, listed quite a few, so I'm just going to pick out two. Ling Toshite Sigure for Tokyo Girl and Psycho Pass. When I haven't even watched Tokyo Girl yet, but once. What, wait, hold up. Did they do Tokyo Girl? I'm confused now. Yeah, when, didn't Rio yeah. cover it? I can't remember. You know what? I'm, confident. I'm pretty sure if the person it, wrote it, they didn't lie to us. Is it? Is it this this singer that sounds like he can breathe? Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's Ling Tosi the singer. Oh, wait, wait, it might be him as a solo artist. I forgot. Yeah, I think it's him as a solo artist. That's what I was thinking because it was that. Who's the terrorist? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go for Psychopath because um that was when when Psychopath first came out. Um, that was around the time I got into Ling Tosh Der Sigure and mm. when when I heard the, the visuals with the song I was just blown away by it because I was just like wow this is fucking amazing and I thought I wouldn't like like something like this but turns out I fucking do so yeah brilliant you know, NBT I think Rail did a cover of Abnormalize I might be wrong though might have been someone else she, she's done quite a lot of covers actually so I haven't really kept up to be honest yeah I think she did one of Abnormalize I'm gonna have to look it up and like be like I told you bitch but I mean speaking Shut of up. NBT what do you oh, have for us I'm cheating a bit so I'm gonna pick two comments yeah. uh, they both mentioned uh, GCO Great Teacher on Suka. they both mentioned how well one of them mentioned like uh, the opening ending made me want to know about Japanese mu- music best decision ever the thing is i watched the entire show and i can't even remember what songs they were but now when i look it up it's like driver's high by la arc and cl how do you not know that 
I haven't even watched GTO, and I know that. Yeah, so it it didn't impact me in any way. The songs that that were uh, included, but <laughs> but you get, but you guys know the songs, right? Uh, I just know Drivers High because I was a little Lark fanboy for a while. When um, Full Metal Alchemist was popular, I think the things that came out of it was Asian Kung Fu Generation and mm. Lark and Seal. Mm-hmm. So I knew of them already. And then, it, you know, I still haven't listened, to this, I still haven't watched that anime. But um, I know they've done, they've done various songs for Full Metal Alchemist, actually. So they keep coming back. Yeah, I mean, with Asian Kung Fu, that's that's one thing for sure is that I know that that song meant a lot to a lot of people because I wrote it in my uh, report on their performance in Los Angeles. Uh, I sold out twice, but the whole audience was singing along to rewrite. They were so into it, even though uh, Asian Kung Fu was doing a slightly different version everyone was still singing the old version. And the, the singer actually said, no, no, you're all singing the old version. This is the new version. And they disregarded what he said and kept doing everything. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was funny, but like, wow, guys, at the same time. Let me tell you, Mazo, like that was the same, same kind of feeling when they came to the UK. Like once that song came on, everybody was up in arms yep. and just going absolutely batshit crazy. And I was like... This that was what I wanted to see from, you know, from the gig. That was the highlight, so to say. Because I mean, I feel like all the songs they played when they came, at least to LA, were like all highlights. Because the whole audience there was the Anime Expo audience. Like, there's no denying. Oh that. yes, yeah. Like all of their anime openings and endings, and it just made everyone go freaking wild. Oh, I see. Okay, like yeah, climax, yeah. climax all the time. I mean, like you were slipping on all the bodily fluids on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic, and it smelled, <laughs> smelled otherworldly. But um, I mean, yeah. So that was our social post. Uh, I guess we're out of time now. We got to get out of this fucking onsen. You know, yakuza have it rented out for the next week. But. Um, <laughs> I mean, any final thoughts, anyone? I mean, myself, uh, what I've been up to, I'm still trying to catch up to a lot of anime that I'm behind on. I'm like a year behind, but I finally got to Shingeki no Bahamut, uh, Virgin Soul. You sold your soul to Netflix. What? No. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, HBO. It's HBO. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, but a a lot of it is, you know, just schedule stuff. I mean, like, I hardly write anything anymore, and I'm always like, are they going to fire me? But, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm up to, catching up on anime. I highly recommend that uh, anyone out there looking for something looks into Shingeki no Bahamut, Rage of Bahamut, whatever you want to call it, Bakagaijin. It's a great show. What's up, Sis? Didn't Sim Sim do um, an yeah, opening? Yep. Yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, I both openings. Yeah, they did both for uh, the entirety of uh, Rage of Bahamut, the Genesis, Shingeki no Bahamut Genesis. Oh. And then they also did, that song was Existence, which when that came on, I was actually at work yeah. watching the anime because I got to watch anime at work sometimes when I'm really lazy. Uh, I sprinted out of the office and did a lap around the building because I was like so hyped because that was the first time I heard the song and I was like just such a good song it really is the thing is with Existence they didn't release the song until like for like a year it felt like forever it was the worst way ever but then they did let it end for uh, Virgin Soul but I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this off to Sis now because we're like eating up tons of time we're gonna get fucking stabbed if we don't get out of here 
What else do I want to say? I don't even know. So what yeah. I've been up to is uh, uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Cytus 2, uh, the rhythm game. It includes a lot of great doujin artists in it, especially if you unlock the uh, one of the packages. Uh, it's like a DLC, so you have to pay like 10 bucks. Yeah, unlocks, you mean pay money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you're basically unlocking like 10 songs, and that's like buying an album. So I see. Yeah, you're supporting these indie artists too. So I mean, exactly. I don't really see a problem with this one. It's not like, you know, they're like, oh, here's all this content, pay a little more for, you know. Yeah, so it's content. a really, really good game. And uh, if you haven't played it yet, look out for Cytus 2, Cytus with uh, AC. I didn't know you were playing the second one. I started playing the first one again after you were like, Cytus, Cytus, Cytus. And I got to say, I'm enjoying it. I'm pretty bad at it, but it's enjoyable. Wait, the first one or the second one? The first one. Yeah, the first one has, has actually has better songs, in my opinion. Well, uh, because, because they have like a hundred songs for free. Ah. Uh, so there's a lot more to choose from. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind while I slowly burn my way through it. But while I'm doing that, Nexus, what are you doing? Uh, last week, I finally finished reading part five of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers, which means uh, I'm right now currently on a JoJo hype and in kind of JoJo hell. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of it, but not too hard because I do actually enjoy being in JoJo hell. Yeah, part five, the animation died for Sagrada Reset, which is really great. So you should check that out, too. No. We're going to go on ahead and close it out here. So, uh, as always, thanks, everyone, for listening. I've been Mazo, your host. And my co-hosts have been NBT, Nexus, and Suze. We'll catch you again again next month. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm getting out of the onsen now. (laughs) I'm getting out of the onsen. I'm out, though. You fucking stay in there. I'm going to take your time. Yeah, because I was coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Later. I will see you guys later. Later.